Hi, this is Bridget Goodwin. Today I will have a special guest, Jonathan, my husband, as we explore Psalms 14. Please enjoy this message. No matter the sentence of your despair, suffering, there's always hope when you call on God. Deliverance, salvation, healing, and restoration is his specialty. The book of Psalms showcased this hope of Jehovah, and this psalm is no exception. This psalm penned by David does describe the depravity of sin in our lives, the lack of recognition of God, the lack of calling on his name in the human race. When we call on him, he is faithful. He will hear the cry of his loved ones when they are vexed. Be faithful in calling on his name. Don't reject him. Hope abounds in his name. He is our safety refuge from the plans of evil against us. Hi, welcome to my podcast, Devotional of a Psalmist. My name is Bridget, and I have my husband, Jonathan, to join me today. Thank you, Jonathan. Thank for, you for having me. For joining me. Uh, my text today is Psalms 14. And this, this chapter is very deep, and it, it discusses uh, several things that I really wanted some eyesight from my husband to help me with the interpretation. So... First of all, I wanted to say that um, David penned this psalms, and it does describe the depravity of sin in our lives, the lack of recognition of God, the lack of calling on his name in the human race. When we call on him, God is faithful. God will hear the cry of his loved ones when they are vexed. Be faithful in calling on his name. Don't reject him. Hope abounds in his name. He's our safe refuge from the plans of evil against us. And I find it's very interesting in the Psalms, whether the message is lament or whether it's about David and his situation, no matter how grim it is, the Psalms, the psalmist will come through at the end and redirect our life towards a vision mm-hmm. that there's hope in God. Always. That's what I love about David and the psalmist. They always seem to come around, no matter where they're starting, mm-hmm. they always end up back with and, hope in their and, heart. And that that speaks to me and, and to you as well, that no matter what situation you find yourself in, even during this time right now, that no matter where you are, we need a direction. Yes, reflect on the problems you're suffering right now, but we need a direction. Where is our focus? Sure. Yeah. Is it on the situation or is it on God? Right. Yes. Like David said in another psalmist, he goes, when I considered the prosperity of the wicked, mm-hmm. you know, I almost, my foot mm-hmm. almost slipped. But when I understood their end, he goes, then I was okay again. So what, what I generally do with the psalms is I will read the text and then I will insert the text, the Hebrew from the Strongs right next to it. So I will read that if Go you ahead. feel like you want to to say something. Uh, Psalms 14, verse 1, I'm reading from the New King James Version. The fool, wicked, has said, declared, answered, published in his heart, and the heart means the center of anything. There is no God, and God is uh, revealed as gods with a little g, Mm. and judges. They are corrupt, decay, ruined. They have done abominable works, deeds. There is none who does good. 
the Lord, and this is where I find interesting, this one says Jehovah. Sure. Looks down to lean out of a window from heaven upon the children of men, a human being, to see if there are any who understand, who behave, who guide, who have wisdom, who seek, follow, pursue, or search specifically to worship hmm. God. Hmm. Interesting. They have all turned aside. They've declined. They've departed. They have together. I thought that was interesting. United. They become corrupt. They've turned. They've become filthy to muddle. There is none who does good. No one will accomplish. No, not one. Have all the workers to practice of iniquity, of wickedness, no knowledge, instruction, who eat up, devour my people, my flock, as they eat bread and do not call, address my name of the Lord Jehovah. There they are in great alarm, fear, startled by sudden alarm, made to shake. For God is with the generation, the revolution of time of the righteous, of the just. You shame, you disappoint, you delay the counsel, the plan, and the purpose of the poor, the depressed in mind or circumstances. I thought that was very interesting, that the poor can even be those that have mental problems, mm. have mental stress, sure. afflicted. But the Lord Jehovah is his refuge, so look out. There is shelter, hope, and a place of trust. Oh, that, and this is my favorite. I, I had to apply all the Hebrew, just about all of them that were listed. Owe that to give, to put, make, add, apply, appoint, ascribe, assign, I mean, assign, bestow the salvation, mm. which is deliverance, aid, victory, prosperity, saving health, health, welfare of Israel would come out of Zion. When the Lord brings, he returns back the, the captivity, those in exile, the prisoners of his people, his flock. Let Jacob rejoice. And rejoice means to spin around, mm. to be joyful. <laughs> and Israel be glad to turn back and rejoice. I thought that back means the same thing as glad to turn back and to rejoice. Amazing. So I brought my husband in to talk about verse 1, <laughs> and then we'll go from there. But the fool said in his heart, there is no God. Right. It's a very interesting verse, and I know that verse has been used for a long time, really, to attack. And create division. Yes, attack people that might be agnostic or atheists mm -hmm. and turn around and call them, you know, fools. And no one wants to be called a fool. Nobody wants to be called a fool. No. And so... Uh, you know, that grieves my spirit because that's, that's not even what God does. He, he doesn't even call people names. No, so that's, that, that's not a very godly, you know, way of doing but, things. Mm -hmm. So I, I, like, I like your, your inputting of the Hebrew words there because the fool or the wicked mm -hmm. has said or declared, or I think you used the word answered, mm -hmm. in their heart at the very center mm -hmm. of who they are. Right, that yes. there is no God, but that Hebrew words were gods mm -hmm. with a small g, right. not a capital G, and judges. Mm -hmm. To me, that that brings out the very essence mm -hmm. of what's going on here. The scripture isn't necessarily saying mm 
Right. That there is foolish people that are saying there is no God. Now right. you can ultimately take it there, and and I think as we go through the psalm, we can see where you could, where this kind of thinking leads to, mm-hmm. you know, a, a maybe a disbelief in God. But the reality of this particular verse is mm-hmm. fools, and it's very foolish people that say there are no rules. Right. There's no judges. There's no. There's nobody to hold me accountable for my actions. I can do whatever I want. I can say whatever I want to say. I can be as mean as I want to mm-hmm. be. Mm-hmm. And guess what? It's mm-hmm. nobody's going to say anything about right. about right. that to me. I, you know, uh, I think we see this repeatedly through history, where groups of people rise up and. Um, you see this with a riot. Oh, right. Mob. Even here on verse 3, they all turn aside and they have together become corrupt. They've right. united. Sure. Well, uh, I think there's a proverb that says that something to the effect that people come together to do an evil thing. Mm-hmm. Um, there's, you know, it's you, contagious. Right. You get people together and they're like, oh, let's go riot and get free stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. Um you know, now that's maybe not how it started out, but that's what eventually happens. And I think this is what Psalms 14 is saying: is there's there's almost like this progression of evil, right? And it started out with saying there's no there's no boundaries. I am not going to have anybody right. hold me accountable. There's not going to be a judge. I mm-hmm. won't listen to him. Right? You know, who are you? Who do you think mm-hmm. you are? Mm-hmm. Type thing. And that's a very Foolish position to be to. I like that a foolish position. Yeah, that's a very foolish position. Listen, I mean, if you take the the idea that there is no this body mm-hmm. <laughs> of ours, if you take the position there's no rules, you can do whatever you want. Then guess what? Go so, so, uh, excuse me. Go swallow some cyanide. Let's see how that mm-hmm. lack of that's gonna lead to death. Or eat the wrong vegetable. It could be a poisonous mushroom. Right. So we do follow rules mm-hmm. um, because if we don't, then we're going to die unless you're just wanting to die. But you're, if you want to be healthy, then, you know, there's only so much sugar you can intake in a day. Mm-hmm. There's on, only so much carbohydrates right. you should intake right. in a day. Right. And even there's only so much protein you should intake in a day. Otherwise, mm-hmm. you know, it's going to lead to destruction. Destruction of the body, Mm -hmm. but yes, if you don't follow some financial rules, it's going to lead to destruction. It's going to lead to poverty. Mm -hmm. You know, it's going to lead to your bank account being destroyed if there's not some basic laws that we follow. And so I think this is starting out that it's not talking about God here. Now, yes, you can apply it later because the second verse starts out saying, God's looking down out of the window. Like, right. what are you guys doing down? How are you guys doing down there? Right. And it's like, oh my gosh, what are you guys doing to each other? You know, mm-hmm. and then God's like, is there anybody down there that is following what I call the basic guidelines that God gave us, the, the Ten Commandments? That's just, you know, that's, that's not something new that God gave on the on um, Mount Sinai. That, right. That, oh, like, these are new rules we got over. No, this is God saying, hey, look, as humanity grows, I want to just establish in writing mm-hmm. the basic guidelines I want you guys to follow in just the basic treatment of one another. Right, right. Don't steal each other's stuff. <laughs> Don't kill each other. 
Right. You know, if your next door neighbor has a brand new BMW, let that inspire you to work hard to get your own. Right. But don't take his. Don't right. covet that. Um, Respect your mother and father. Yeah. And, and even the elderly. Right. So the whole honoring your mm -hmm. father and mother, that's, mm -hmm. again, there's putting some more judges and mm -hmm. if you want to say little gods in there. And be faithful right. to your husband or wife. Right. So to me, the Ten Commandments is never about salvation. I know a lot of people really think that it's about salvation, but it's not. It's like these are just the basic rules that I need you guys to obey. And even with the first commandment about worshiping and loving God and not having any idols, I mean, even with life in general, we can have an idol. Sure. Yeah. There's a lot of idols that are not necessarily carved out of stone or out of wood that looks like some weird bird man creature right but it, you know you can make your tv your idol you can... I, I i think i read somewhere anything you obsess about sure you worship right so um, that could be worried that can be her in my position mm -hmm. um you know we or like i like that worry Worry you... can be an obsession and that right. ends up being a god because sure. you worship that so getting back to the text um they've all turned aside in verse three there's none that accomplish well. They unite together and have all the workers of iniquity no knowledge who eat up my flock as they eat bread and not call upon the name of the Lord. What would you say of verse 4? Well, uh, like verse 3, they've all, you know, God's looking down like, man, every one of these guys are just behaving badly. It's almost reminiscent of the pre-flood condition. Mm -hmm. uh, and then also I think it's in Jeremiah or one of the prophets that says, Men's hearts are on evil continually. Yes. And so the, we see the kind of the insight from God's point of view is like, mm -hmm. God, I, I just asked you guys to love one another and you can't right. even do that. Right. You know, and so then, um, you know, also, and I, I'm sure the psalmist meant the nation of Israel, but we can't forget that all humanity is God's. He created all humanity. Right. The whole earth. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. That means everybody. So to some degree, God, I, I, I'm just going to take a little bit of liberty. But I think to some degree, all humanity is God's flock. And if you're destroying right. what we would consider to, um, mm -hmm. you know, maybe non-Christian people, somehow that's not okay. You know, you can't say, well, that's okay because they're not Christians. No, that's... No. God gave us... The commandments, they apply to everybody equally, no matter what the religious mm -hmm. belief they're mm -hmm. a part of. In verse 5, it shows, again, the ones that are not worshiping God and putting God in their life, they're in great fear and alarm. But yet, God is with the generation of the righteous. And the righteous doesn't mean that they're holier than thou. Right. Well... You know, five is a little bit harder to kind of exactly, in my mind, decide what the author really had in mind there. They are suddenly in fear. I'm not sure if it's talking about the people that are trying to do good or if it's the wicked, because I think there's going to come this great day where the wicked, and remember the wicked in this psalm are the people that say there mm -hmm. are no rules mm -hmm. When finally somebody that believes there are no rules is sun suddenly arrested by the police, they're like, oh, really? Right, right. So I think, you know, whether you're talking about an individual, a nation, or the whole world, whether that's 
already happened, happening, or going to happen, mm -hmm. there's going to suddenly, there's going to come a fear upon everybody when they realize, oh, so you mean ultimately? And this is where I was getting to, that saying the first one didn't necessarily apply to God, Jehovah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But verse 2 lets us know that Jehovah is very interested in yes. going to want us to account. Right. So then you got verse 6. And then people are going to realize, oh, so God was actually defending those that were trying to obey the rules. Right. That's right. And that's going to be a very scary day when people mm -hmm. realize, you know, I apologize, but it's going to be a very scary day when the atheists come face to face with God, mm -hmm. the person that they thought did not exist. That's going to be a great awakening for right. them. And I also like to look at verse 5 in my own life that... I shouldn't have fear or sudden alarm when something comes against me. I need to remember that God is with me. Right. And I don't need to shake. Right. I don't need to have these fears. Right. You know, that I need to realize that God is with me. And in verse 6, it shows you shame the counsel, the plan, or the purpose of, of the poor and the depressed in mind or circumstances because the Lord is that person's shelter, hope, place of trust. Right. So you, you must realize that in your own life personally, that if you have a depression or you have a circumstance in your life that you feel afflicted, that put your direction back to the Lord Jehovah because He is your place of, in, of interest. Mm -hmm. Let's just say place of interest, sure. place of hope, but also to that person who doesn't believe in God and... They need to, they don't realize that you have someone bigger on your side. Right. And also, it's like verse 6 starts out, you shame or disappoint or delay the counsel or the plan mm -hmm. of the poor. And so kind of going back to the, the good and the evil here. Mm -hmm. Sometimes, and I say this by way of hope for us, sometimes we plan to do good. Sometimes we want to do good, mm. but the wicked thwarts that. Yes. And we're not able to do good, mm -hmm. or it's mm -hmm. delayed, or it may never happen. Don't lose courage and don't lose hope, mm -hmm. because God is going to be your mm -hmm. refuge. God is going to eventually going to fix it all, yes. but He is going to defend those ones. And even though you, the good that you're wanting to do may not happen, God knows, and God will you know, still stick up for you. And then verse 7 is my favorite. Sure. And um, it says, Oh, that. And then the Hebrew text. I, I try to include as much as I can. <laughs> oh, that, which means to give, put, make, add, apply, appoint, ascribe, assign, bestow. The salvation. What mm, a word. Sure. Deliverance, aid, victory, prosperity, health, saving, Saving health, welfare of Israel would come out of Zion. When the Lord brings back, returns the captivity, those in exile, the prisoners of his people, his flock. Let Jacob rejoice. Rejoice means to spin around to be joyful and Israel be glad. And glad is the same as um, back, which means to return, turn back, rejoice. To me, verse 7 Brings us back to the focus of the salvation of God. Oh, that right. these people, all of us, would experience this right. salvation. Right, and there's so much in just verse 7 that we're all hoping for that salvation. Mm -hmm. But we never must forget 
what position we are while we're waiting for that salvation. Right. They were in exile. They were in exile. And it brings us to Israel. Israel is Israel's the type right here. Right. But it's all God's people. Yes. You may be in an exile. You may be in a situation that you don't want to be. You may be... Or a prisoner. You may be a prison. You're subservient mm -hmm. to a situation, to a circumstance, mm -hmm. to, a, to a burden, mm -hmm. whatever it might be. And that's the time to have hope. You don't need hope when everything's going great. Right, right. You need hope when <laughs> Hope you're... is what made you spin around. <laughs> right. And so there is going to be a return. There is mm -hmm. going to be a salvation for you. Yes. I don't know if it's today. I don't know if it's tomorrow, next week, next year, next month, whatever it might be. There is, if you're trusting in God, there is going to be hope. Yes. And there is going to be that salvation and... And we want to encourage you today to be a witness. Sure. That if you see yourself in the in these verses, or if you see someone else in these verses, don't make a division. Right. Include people. Right. To salvation. Be a witness to them. And even in your own life personally, and remember that no weapon forged against you. And I read one interpretation. Forging is strategic planning. Something that takes time and the enemy plans to do things against you, whether it's a situation that you're facing or whether it's the, the, the evil one, the devil planning. But no weapon that he's planned, no inc incident, anything that he's planned will prosper against the ones that love God. Sure. So we want to encourage you today to be hopeful and to rely on the arm of the Lord. His hand is never short. He has salvation. And so we'd like to close this with prayer. I always close uh, these podcasts with prayer. And pray along with us. Lord, we come before you as we read Psalms 14 today. We realize that there's hope. May we be a witness, Father. May we not cause division. Lord, may we be inspirational to others because we let you shine in our life. We realize that you have the aid you have the strength. You have the purpose in our life. And Lord, may we reach out to others so they may experience your salvation, Lord. Just as Jesus came to set the captive free, and just as you are there in our life to set circumstances in our life to be broken out of prison, we pray, Lord, that you would cause us, Father, to be next to someone who needs deliverance. And may we offer that word of hope. May we offer the name of Jehovah to them. And Lord, and may those that we witness to on, in our daily life, may they see that there is a God, that there is a God that loves them and is seeking to save them. We ask this in your precious name, our Holy Father and your Son, Jesus. Amen. Thanks for having me. You're most welcome. Thank you for joining us. Stay tuned. God bless. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening today. I hope this message of Psalms 14 has left you encouraged and that you will call on the name of the Lord. He is there to answer your every need. If you have a prayer request, or if you would like to have the notes from this session today, please visit our website, 
hlionline.org. I look forward to hearing from you and God bless you until we meet again at our next podcast.